going on, motos? Sunday. I'm going to say today is the 11th. Veterans Day. Holy shit. Yesterday was a Marine Corps birthday, and today is, is Veterans Day. And, wow, this weekend went fast. <clears throat> All the shit I talked about. Marine Corps birthday, everybody getting together. And heading down to Cookie's Bar in South Philly. I did not make it down. I had one friend, my buddy Ellen, who's a former master sergeant, retired from the reserves. She was, she made it down, text messaged me. I was exhausted. I was preparing for Lily's birthday party, which is going to be happening in about an hour. So we got family coming over. It's Sam's football game this morning. Seven, 7 o'clock, essentially. 7.30. So I didn't make it down there to, uh, but I have, you know, to make it down to the Marine Corps birthday, but I have been there before, and we, me and my buddies, three or four of them managed to get on a, uh, like a Google video chat with four fields, and you could change your, you know, uh, kind of change your caricature with some of the Google options and put funky glasses on and fucked up hair, hairdos and all that shit. So we got on air and talked shit and how you doing, happy birthday, all that stuff. We knocked it out. The love is always there. The thing is about the Marine Corps birthday, I go on and on about the how important it is to be part of a team and that this is a powerful period in my life. And it, and it, it is that. It is that. The bond that I have with these men is unbelievable, and the, the period of concentrated life that I had serving four years in the Marine Infantry, I mean, I've done a lot of things since I got out, but it remains one of the, the highlights of my, of my existence. And so, God bless the United States Marine Corps, anybody who serves, serve, fight, in a variety of ways. Transfer your warrior skills to survival skills for everyday life. Apply them to your work ethic and the integrity and the teamwork and all that to your life, your occupation, your relationships. I've done that. I've, I've strived to do that. And I've been successful in, in most of the time. So, happy birthday and happy Veterans Day. I got friends who are squids in the Navy. Okay, I got friends who are army dogs. I got some chair force individuals. Anybody who takes up a post as a patriot, trying to do good, trying to contribute to keep this country great, my hat is tipped to them. Thank you for your service. Which is one of the things, the uh, thank you for your service is something that has started to develop a bad name because, you know, like, like how people are uncomfortable. They don't know how they should, they should thank a veteran. Should they overdo it and be like, oh, oh my goodness. You know, some people are overappreciative. Thank you for your service and all this shit. We ain't fucking John Rambo or super soldiers or anything like that. But it is nice to be appreciated. It's nice to be acknowledged. And it's important. Personally, I think everyone should have to serve in some capacity. I think an excellent 
national policy would be that every single individual, every citizen must serve. We could call it just that, citizen service. So that when you're 18 years of age and you go off to college, that's an option for you. You go off to the military, it's another option for you. You, Regardless of whether you ever want to you know, fire a rifle or be a you know, a grunt or drive around a tank or drop bombs or whatever it is. Let's say you don't want to fight at all. You provide in a different way. You serve in a different context. You do civil service. And that can include everything from picking trash up alongside the road to volunteering at community centers and or using a skill that you have to help other people. Imagine if 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 you know something and however old you are you know, experiences vast or whatever. Everybody can contribute something. And most people really want to contribute, even if they say they don't or they think that they don't. It feels great to help. And so whether you're going into a senior center and singing Christmas carols or you're helping old little old ladies across the street or helping people with home improvements, doing something in your with your church, whatever, there's a type of service that should count for something. And it should be, it should earn us something. There should be a stipend that we get to the degree that we serve. We should be able to, to, to be rewarded for it. But a period of obligatory service should, uh, should, be, in state, should be instated. And I think that that would be awesome. So that every, nobody has to thank anyone for their service. Everybody fucking serves. Whether you go down to Paris Island and become a friggin' warrior, you don't have to do that. You can do something else and contribute. That way, there's not such a disparity. You know that less than, I think, 5%, 5, 6, 7% of Americans, historically, 5% of Americans ever served. So there's 90 plus percent of individuals who never serve and who regret it and say, oh, I wish I could have, or my knee was bad, or I had flat feet, or fucking cadet bone spurs, Donald Trump shit. Negative. You can serve in various capacities. You don't have to fucking hump a, a pack and climb mountains and you know, run a four-second 40-yard dash. Right? You contribute in various ways. So, citizen service, we call it that. Remember I said that because somebody's going to come up with it and institute it, and I'll, I won't get credit for it. Very common sense, um, sensible, good strategy that everybody can fight. Give everybody a friggin' sandbag to throw in the dike. I'm not talking about a homosexual woman. I'm talking about a dam that is about to burst. Human chain. I want to talk about football for a second. We're about ready to have some fr- some friends and family over to celebrate Lily's tenth birthday. This is my daughter. She's a friggin' phenom. She's unbelievable in character. Love Lily. It's uh, truly worth the celebration. Uh, we're gonna watch some football. Watch some little NFL. Got some fantasy footballs. A friendly competition happening. Also, 
we just came back from Sam's football game. It was a championship tournament where the lad and his Southern Braves were pitted against the West Philly Tar Heels. And it was a beautiful day for football. Beautiful autumn sun. A little bit chilly, no wind, which is in stark contrast. It's a great thing compared to the washouts and rain and muddy fields. Freaking crazy-ass winds that we have had in the past past several weeks. It's been a long season and a very fruitful season for the Southern Braves. They lost today's game. They lost, it was like 14, no, they lost by a touchdown. It was very close and they were in the lead for a good bit, but then the score was evened up and there was a touchdown within the last couple minutes from the Tar Heels and it was, they friggin' were the better team today. But our guys looked awesome. They did some great, great things. Had some awesome plays, tremendous teamwork. Sam had some really nice tackles and was out there loud and proud. This boy has come so friggin' far. I'm so proud of him and all of his teammates. Everyone did their absolute best. And that's what we can do. A lot of emotion, you know, emotion from the boys crying. A couple of them got banged up a little bit. Here the other team and there are spectators cheering from the bleachers across the way while you guys are silence. A hush moves over our crowd when just minutes earlier, seconds earlier, we were stomping on the bleachers, making noise doing our best to transfer some of our motivation and support to these kids. And they had a great game and a valiant effort, and football is a tremendous sport. A lot of, a lot of lessons learned. Winning, lessons about winning and losing, and how you play the game. Got some great coaches. They all really cared about the boys and showed up consistently really freaking made a lot of sacrifices to make this team a great team. The team mom, Damie, unbelievable. The support, you know, the organization. So everybody chipped in. We got to know one another a little bit more. The families got to appreciate the boys. Had some crazy victories coming from behind. Everybody developed and we had some losses. And something I'd like to just end on, the final note, is that, you know, we watch the NFL channel we, after the games are over and in between. We have seen a lot of these um, behind the football, behind the gridiron or whatever. They'll be talking about Joe Montana or Lawrence Taylor or Lynn Swan. And they'll talk about the obstacles, oh, yesterday's was the bus, Jerome Bettis, and invariably, you know, they tell stories about 
challenges that they've experienced in their lives and, and you know, things that they had to do in order to rise to the occasion. Oh, I hope that this is an actual road, not a dead end. Um, it's called Boulder Hill. So there's all these challenges that are pointed out. that Jerome Bettis had to get through. His father died. He was, for a time, getting involved in the, with a bad crowd, drugs, stuff like that. Wanted to quit football. Had some bad years. One coach didn't like him, didn't put him in in a competitive sense, where, he, where they wanted him. But Jerome rose above. The cream rose to the crop. grid up here, man. Get back on the main road. So anyway, my point is we watch these NFL behind the friggin' athlete shit and everybody's got a story. Typically it's an uphill battle. You know, it's like every story we wanted to have a happy ending. Jerome Bettis, he was a short little fat kid that grew up in a very poor, impoverished area. Didn't have a lot. His father said, you know, son, I ain't got much to give you when he went off to um, from college to contend in the NFL. His father said, I ain't got much to give you, but I got a good name. Don't screw it up. What a tremendous thing to say. I ain't got much, son. But what I do have is a good name. Go out there and make your mark in this world. And as I consider these things and I take in these behind the friggin' athlete shows, which are tremendous, I think of my son and my daughter and my family and my struggles in this life. Which compared to, to so many, they're small struggles. But every day is a challenge that we take up right? Life is like a football game. We're trying to get to the end zone and there's things in our way. People, nouns that present themselves. They are obstacles. Sometimes Lady Luck smiles on us and our path is clear to the end zone. And most often, there are a lot of things in our way. And I think of Jerome, the bus, Bettis, and his challenges. And I look at my 
the Southern Braves challenges across this season. And I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful and I'm glad that my son and my daughter are out there experiencing life. Making the plays, breaking the plays, fucking up plays every now and then. Things don't come together. Training in under the the lights and the weather. Persevering, getting that touchdown, putting the plays together, working together as a team. It really is invaluable, the, the experiences that he has had this season. And I'm proud of him and all the Braves. And I, I recount all those early mornings or late afternoons when we would head down the field and players would be out there. And we'd forget our water bottle or we'd forget his helmet a few times or forget the plays that he's supposed to know. All that shit. There are plenty of challenges. But in the end, we adjusted on target. We trained hard. And the improvements that Sam has made over this past um, season. Unfriggin' believable. He's fast. He's aggressive. He's got good hands. And he loves the game. He earned a place on that team his second year playing with these guys and they were all playing together for five, six years together prior to that. Coach's sons, quarterback, all that shit. He earned his place on this team. Best safeties that they have. Made a lot of plays, made an interception, a bunch of tackles. And so while I'm watching football today and rooting for my players on fantasy football and be thinking about Sam Oberst, my favorite friggin' Saturn and Brave and embracing the family. All good things. Weekends pass so quickly, but we've squeezed a lot of good times in. We'll enjoy time with family this afternoon and then go after it again. Kick ass and take friggin' names and write our own story. Imagine Sam Mean 13 Oberst and his behind the athlete show. What does his story look like? How can we facilitate it? How can we be that parent who says, son, go out there and do your best. Proud of you. Encourage, or how can we best encourage our children and put them in the hands of other mentors, peers, coaches, teachers. Somehow direct them on a path because right now, as we all would recall, as children, it's all about going on the iPad now, or playing, or hanging out with your buddies, or it's all about that, and really communicating to them how to get on the right path is extremely important, and of course, we're trying to stay on the right path ourselves, aren't we? Life is full of challenges at every level. We got to keep playing ball.